birds sleep at night. Bird controller. Welcome to Unconventional Occupations, where we discuss jobs that aren't necessarily well-known or understood. My name is Josh. Joining me in the studio today is renowned bird controller, Caesar. Caesar, Hello. thank you for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. It's it's a it's a wonderful thing. We really, really appreciate uh, you taking your time out from your busy schedule, of course, bird controlling. Yeah, of course. Uh, to come out here. Yeah, and, no problem. Uh, and talk. No so, problem. Uh, why don't you give us a little rundown of... Uh, your background and how you, how you got started in this business. Well, I got started when I was uh, just out of high school. Mm-hmm. My father and his father had been doing this all of their lives, really. It's kind of, I kind of just fell into the, it's what the family business is. Right. You know, and I kind of just fell into it. I grew up loving it and I still love it 25 years later. I'm still doing it. So this, this job has a lot of uh, strict requirements as you're dealing with pests. So, uh, is there a lot of certification that if someone were interested in uh, doing this job, they'd have to get before taking on this responsibility? Uh, yes and no. There are a few uh, courses and certificates that you have to get to make sure that you're uh, able to do the job. Like you're not, you can't do it if you have like asthma, for example, or allergies of, of certain kinds or whatever to mm-hmm. chemicals and and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but as far as as far as being able to do the job as 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 being accepted into the field, it's not that difficult. No, anybody could do it, but nobody wants to do it. You that's, know, and that's part, that's one of those things that uh, we like to talk about is that it's a job that you'll always get paid for because no one else wants to do it. Of course, yeah. of course, it's a, it's a great thing that that we have. So uh, a typical workday for you looks like what? Like you go out and you deal with. Uh, I'm assuming since you're a bird controller and specifically being at airports, mm-hmm. um, you're dealing with a lot of birds. Yes. Well, uh, each each of us bird controllers gets a different section of the airport that we have to take care of. So we have to look when we get there in the in the morning, we have to look at the schedule for all the flights coming in and leaving uh, our beautiful San Diego City Airport. And, uh, and then we have to make sure that right before those planes start to move that those birds are not in the way. You know, because a, a, a bird in a, in a airplane engine is not a good thing. No. You do not want that to happen in and out of the air or of the airplane. Yeah. You know, it's very dangerous. It could it could hurt a lot of people. That's true. That's so, true. So that's how the day starts. You 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 take a look at at the schedule, and while you're doing that, you get your materials for the day ready, depending on what type of day it is. If it's cloudy, for example, you're not gonna want to use. Uh, sorry, if it's windy, not cloudy, you're not going to want to use chemicals because they'll just get swept away by the wind. Right. Instead, you want to use pyrotechnics. Pyrotechnics? Yeah. You okay. know, it, it, it sounds it, it sounds more, what's the word I want to use here, more complicated than it is. Mm-hmm. It's really just a couple like bottle rockets or whatever, you know, just okay. firecrackers, just the things that make noise. Oh, to scare birds away. To scare away. birds That's away. Doing. So it's not like a flashy like fireworks display that we not have. always not always you'd be surprised if you've ever been driving you probably noticed that um birds sometimes don't move until they're right in front of your car yeah you know so if they're sleeping hey wouldn't you know they pay less attention to what's going on around them right you need flashier and louder things to get them to mm-hmm. move we've gotten to the point where we have to use uh flamethrowers oh my goodness in flame the area. yeah we have to clear the area and don't worry we don't actually we try very hard not to actually hurt any of the birds oh that's good news we're just trying to clear them I mean, we mm-hmm. don't hate, we're not monsters we don't hate birds we right. just 
needing to get out of the way, you know? To yeah, keep you don't want safe. an accident happening that then is casualties of humans and casualties of birds. Yes, of course. You're, you're saying you're working at night, you're working in the daytime. Is this a, a job that is clearly not very much a, like a strict nine to five, but are you also working weekends? Like how, how uh, often are you at the airport, would you say? Well, you know, like any typical job, it's a, it's a 40 to 50 hour uh, work week mm-hmm. and we all work in shifts we don't the same people consistently get the night shifts it's what they do it's what they want to do and the same people consistently get the day shifts you know like we, we switch around uh, okay. to make sure that everybody gets to work at mm-hmm. all times of, of the of the day and they get experience um, using all the different methods that we have to use because it's clearly it's not the same ones right on a rainy day mm-hmm. than it is on like a cloudy night right. you know is there uh, on on the job training for these things? Uh, since you do have so many different things that you have to work with, uh, yes, a lot of these things you that's what the certifications and the and the courses are for, right? So that you know what these things are before you show up. But a lot of it ends up being a hands-on experience once you're mm. at the airport working. Well, that actually works perfectly for my next question, which mm-hmm. is um, if you're going into this field and you're interested in this sort of thing. Uh, what are some skills that are really helpful to help you get that job? Let's say you've completed this certification and uh, now you're just applying for work. You need to make sure that you have the energy first mm-hmm. to work on this because it's not a job that you're just going to show up, sit down, and waste eight hours of your day get paid for it. Right. You're on your feet the entire time, moving stuff around, carrying bottles and moving around like barrels and stuff like that or the chemicals. Right. or The flamethrower is really heavy. Surprisingly right. heavy. So there's this lifting requirement, especially yes. for heavy gear. Yep. Uh, yeah. And you're on your feet all day, basically. Yep. Working. So someone who's who's um, less physically athletic might not look into going into this position. We don't discriminate. Right. So we might find them a job that they can do for our like clerical end of things, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like uh, inventory management. And all that stuff, but as far as being out on the tarmac, doing the actual work—that sounds so terrible. Saying the actual work, <laughs> no, no, doing the more physically demanding work. That, yes, yes, they yeah. would have to have a lot of endurance. They have to have a lot of endurance, right? Yeah, to be able to be out there. So this is now uh, moving into this this next topic. This is something that uh, I always preface with that you don't have to tell us any specific numbers. Uh, this is a personal thing of mm-hmm. course so you don't have to talk about this but uh salary wise mm-hmm. um would you like to share with what you typically make in a year and are there any benefits that you receive to this job like a 401k medical insurance so on and so forth that is an interesting question it really depends we're, we're not employees of the airport in any way we're basically like contractors gotcha. so it really depends on the uh company that you work for Okay. Basically, our mm-hmm. company, for example, offers dental benefits and health benefits. We don't offer a 401k right now, but we're looking into it. Basically, once you've been there for a while, you get paid as about as well, if not better, than a pilot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's that's good to know. But for entry level, it's, you know, it's... it's you start at the bottom. You start at the bottom. the bottom. You work your way up. Of course. Just of course. like everybody else did before you. So uh, now we can go into, I guess, the more fun part of the, the job that, that people get to really get a sense of if they want to do something. So mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about what your favorite part of the job is and what is the hardest part for you. And I know you talked a little bit about working with pyrotechnics and working with, so it seems like there's a lot of 
fun that can be had, but what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is putting together the stuff that we're going to use for the day mm-hmm. because it's a world of possibilities what we're going to do that day. You know, we might not end up using all of the, all the stuff that we uh, prepare, mm-hmm. but it's the thought that we might get to use right. all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then what we do get to use, that's always fun. I mean, you know, setting off some fireworks. Yeah. Scaring some birds. Yeah, it just sounds like a good time. Oh, for sure. 100%. We're not hurting any of the birds. Yeah. I want to reiterate, reiterate that. Yes, of course. No no birds were harmed in... Of course not. But, you know, people love cow tipping. This is no Wh- different. Which leads us to, what is the hardest part? Because you, you, you deal with all these fun things, but, I mean, like any job, there's those difficult moments. The hardest part is dealing with the chemicals. Oh, the chemicals. You have really. to be real safe with it, uh, very careful. Mm-hmm. All of these chemicals are dangerous chemicals. Um, you don't want to get any of that on your clothes, on your skin. Right. You know, so being safe with all that stuff is really the most difficult. Because you forget, you're having fun doing these things, so you forget that you're supposed to be safe with them. Right. So it's remembering, hey, don't mess around with these things, you yeah. know. Because it's dangerous equipment, people can get hurt, and then there's yep. liability. And as a contractor, of course, it it's yep. it's not really the airport that's going to be helping you out yeah, it's me <laughs> it's me yeah. that gets in trouble if you hurt yourself so that actually ties directly into this which is um what's the best piece of advice you could give for someone who's starting out who says hey look i'm uh physically active and i'm go getting and i'm ready to do this work i've got my certification ready i'm ready to go what's the best thing i can do best thing you can do i think would be to make sure that this is what you want to do mm-hmm. make sure that you love it. Try it out for a few weeks, a couple months or whatever. And if you really aren't into it, don't keep doing it. Find find another line of work. Because it is hard work. And once you're in, you're really in there forever. You become a part of the family. Oh, yeah. You know? So you want to make sure this is really what you're, what you're into. There's a large community of uh, bird controllers. So many. So many different companies of bird controllers out here. And there's a good amount of them that are employed by the airport. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a big competitive field. Right. So you got to make sure this is what you want to get into before you even try to get your foot in the door. You All know. Right. Well, with that, thank you, Caesar, for coming on and talking a little bit about bird controlling. Of course. Uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you for joining us. And as always, this has been Unconventional Occupations. I'm Josh. See you in the next one.